You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California. Well, I think you may really like this episode because tonight I have my very good friend and Law of Attraction expert on with me, Dr. David Che. For all of those who are new to my show, and and truthfully, there are many, many new people due to the movie Dare to Dream, I think I may want to give you some background. Now, Dr. David Che wrote the incredible book called Total Law of Attraction, which happens to be now a worldwide best-selling book on the law of attraction. Yes, it's even sold in China. So tonight, I decided that I'm going to ask David my own questions so that I can actually get more information on some of the things I've always wanted to know. Now, David and I may differ in our opinion somewhat, but this actually is a rarity. It's because we each have our own truth. But he sure does make me think and reevaluate my thought process because, well, truthfully, David is absolutely brilliant. What better way to learn this very personal thing called the law of attraction? You know, you, you just can't get anything wrong when you dive into your own intuition. Everyone has their own truth. And it may change in time or even revert backward with time. We are all at where we are supposed to be right now, right at this minute. For those that say the law of attraction just doesn't work for you, well, just take a moment and expand your thinking to the past to show you what you actually did manifest in your life. You know, the past will reveal everything to you. And that will give you the boost you need to keep moving forward in your drive to manifest the unthinkable. The most important message that I can give you is that you, you, are a powerful individual. You are the creator of your life. Whereas the government or schools or jobs may set rules and boundaries, you are free to create beyond their limitations. Yes, you can manifest a life free of worry about finances. You can manifest that perfect vacation. You can manifest that perfect soulmate or that perfect business or even 
that perfect house. The point is, you, let me repeat, you are not only very special, you are exceptionally powerful. You were born with this incredible ability to shift your life as you shift your attitudes. And the wonderful thing about life is that in every passing day, we not only get older, we also get absolutely wiser and our knowledge increases, especially about the law of attraction. Now, you may not call it the law of attraction, but believe me, you are naturally attracting things to you based on your vibration, based on your thoughts. Each thought that you have is a smaller or bigger vibration. And make no doubt about it, the stronger the vibration, the faster your manifestation appears. So I want you to get ready for an incredible show with Dr. David Che. And before I bring David out, I want to talk to you about next week. Because I will be talking about a beautiful, beautiful love story. And the husband and wife team ended tragically as the wife departed from this dimension. But yet, within a short period of time, she was able to turn on and off the light switches to tell her husband that she was still alive, although she was beyond the veil. So he eventually could see her, and she talked to him about what it was like living in heaven. So guess what they did? They wrote three incredible books with insights about heaven. When I read this, I got chills because I absolutely knew it was true. So I can promise you that not only will you love this love story on next week's show, you are going to gravitate about this beautiful place called heaven. And we're going to learn a lot. There is so much more to it than meets the eye. And I can promise you are going to be absolutely amazed by what you learn. So tune in next week. But for right now, let's bring on Dr. David Che. Well, welcome, Dr. David Che, back on to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I am always thrilled to have you back on. Thanks so much, Jules. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how many times I've been on here already, but every time I come on, it's always uh, a pleasure to talk to you, though. It, it's like old home week, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know we always have a good time, and I'm always posing you some really big questions. And today is no different. Okay. And it's law of attraction questions. It's not coming from the audience. It's coming from me. Jules. Okay. After right. 14 years 
of in the law of attraction arena, I've got heavy duty questions and only okay. you can answer them. And it has to do with today. So okay. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> all right. Let's yeah. do it. Dr. David Che. Now, how can we manifest our reality for the greater good? For instance, for instance, say that I've been hearing a lot of this global reset with finances. Yeah, yeah. And how can we manifest for ourselves, if not for everyone, a bigger piece of the pie, a bigger abundance package for everyone? Okay, so I'll be the first to say that this this global pandemic is um, it's a big deal. I mean, it's really hit everybody hard. I mean, in some way, shape, or form. I mean, I don't think anybody has been really immune to the whole thing, you know, except maybe yeah. Amazon, but you know, but because <laughs> everybody's buying everything online. But for the most part, it's been difficult. Um, uh, you know, what I'm going to say now is mostly regarding the economy, not so much the disease itself. Cause that's okay. a whole other subject. Yeah. Um, the way I look at it is, and I, and I always talk in terms of collective consciousness. So when, when the masses of the people feel a certain way, it's, it's not impossible, but it's hard to go against it, you know? So right. if everybody's feeling down, everybody's feeling, you know, depressed and everything else. Yes. It's going to be a lot more difficult to manifest something during this time. You know, I mean, God knows how many people are on unemployment, you know, that's, always been a tough area you know a lot of people lost their jobs people are furloughed i mean it's just crazy across the board you know i mean it's hard not to be affected by it but what i would tell people is this um like for example um i had a patient today he was like uh, i'm like how are you doing during this economy and he's like well um equipment sales like, like he sells gym equipment equipment sales are up because people don't want to go to the gym you know so a lot more people are buying equipment now so I always feel like in times, whether it's good times or bad times, there's certain businesses that you can take advantage of, you know? So, like, if you make masks, I think right now is the time, like, you can capitalize on certain things. You know, I mean, during this time, there's decrease in a lot of types of businesses, but at the same time, there's going to be an increase in other kinds of businesses. You yeah. know, maybe people don't want to go out as much, so you might, you might want to take advantage of that, you know? Um, it's about looking for where the areas of need are. You know? Okay, that that makes sense. But yeah. but how do we manifest a bigger? Uh, how do we manifest the global reset? It would take. I mean, obviously, it, it, I always tell people it takes. It can take one person to make a difference. And if you're listening to this, it's like we need to get everybody on board instead of everybody being you know upset and depressed with everything. Everybody, the collective consciousness, everybody needs to, you know, feel positive about the future instead of being dwelling in what's already happened. We need to move on with what's, you know, what we're going to do for the future. And I think I talked about this in a previous, a long time ago episode we had talked about. And that's one way to, in terms of money and cash flow, is you have to find a pressing problem in society, like a, like a problem that people have. And if you can solve that issue, whether, again, for the person that was selling gym equipment, okay, well, he discovered that people aren't going to the gym often as much anymore because they want to stay home. They don't want to be crowded together with everybody. He found that, well, then I can sell gym equipment now, now more because 
people aren't going out as much. So that's mm-hmm. a pressing, that was a pressing problem that people are having. Well, I can't go to the gym. How am I supposed to get my workout done at home? You know, and you know, that's just one example. So in this, yeah. during this time, there's a lot of people have pressing issues. If you can be that, if you can find that kind of market, you know, and everybody is different. Like I'm not, I'm not going to go out and sell gym equipment because that's not something that I'm interested in doing, but everybody has something that they're good at. Usually, you know, I always believe that people, everybody has a, has a talent that they're born with. And if you can find that and, you know, find that, that, that niche where you can do something with, um, then that, that's the, that's the place you need to, you need to go because, and I always tell people eventually starting your own business is, is probably the best way to go because if you're just working for somebody, you can only max out how, how much you can make, you know, working for somebody else versus going to business for yourself. Right. You know? And so for example, my hairdresser uh, who cuts my hair every two weeks cause my hair is short, but every, every two weeks <laughs> she she was working for a franchise. One of those, you know, super cuts, those kind of places. She was working for those. And I, every time I go get my hair cut, I always asked her, you know, have you ever thought about opening your own shop? She's like, no, it's too much and this and this. But then when the pandemic hit, they closed all the, it's a corporate business, right? So they closed all of it down and they were out of work for a long time. Well, that forced her to find other options. And ah. so what she did was that she found a, found a spot. Again, she was so against opening her own shop, but now this, this put in her a position where she couldn't, she had to take action, you know? Yeah. And so she ended up um, finding a spot, renting it. And then now she's opened her own shop, even though it's not easy to do, but she was forced to put, be put in that position. And now I go to her shop and I don't have, she doesn't have to pay corporate any kind of, you know, percentages that she makes off every haircut. And, uh, and she even told me, she goes, if it wasn't for this pandemic, I never would have been put this pressure that you put in this position to open my own shop. And okay. now I, work, I work for myself. I don't have to, it's just, again, it's just one example. You know? But this is a good example right yeah, here yeah. is that you do have something and if you can find something that's pressing. Uh, unfortunately, I just had a neighbor commit suicide because oh, wow. he lost his construction business. Yeah. And I'm in the state of California and that's really heartbreaking. Yeah. But you know, it doesn't have to be there's always answers and maybe I don't know, maybe it was time for him to go. But it's a real sad situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we all choose our own our own destiny eventually, you know. But uh, I always tell people don't don't despair. I mean, like I said, where there's even even the worst of times, you can find you know light at the end of the tunnel, you know. Yeah. So that's um, exactly right. Because if he could have just hung on a little longer, there yeah. would have been something that pops up. Yeah. But he was just at that place where he just chose to give up. So, yeah. but what about this manifesting? How do we manifest from the brain what it is, our reality? How do we do that? So, I mean, you mean during this pandemic too, right? During this time? Well, yeah, yeah, during this time. How do we, how are we going to do that? Well, just as we talked about in the past with the law of attraction, you have to know clearly what it is you want first. I mean, you, you have, we have all this energy, emotion and stuck inside of us, but without a clear thought process of what it is exactly you're trying to accomplish, I mean, you, you won't be able to go anywhere. So, for example, I'm going back to my hairdresser. She, she's, she, she, lo- she loves to cut hair. That's what she likes to do. And so when things went, went crazy and she was, they, were, they were basically laid off, she didn't know what to do. She had to, I mean, she, she, she did what she was good at. She manifested, she, in her mind, she's like, what does I want to do? Well, I want to cut hair, but I have to clearly visualize where am I going to do it? What, what, what place am I going to do? I, I don't have a shop to go back into anymore. I have to choose clearly what it is what I want. And, and I'm sure she, in her mind, 
even though she, I mean, we don't talk about law of attraction, but I'm sure she was doing it. She was like, well, let me visualize a spot where I think that I can be cutting hair or, or just at least visualize me somewhere in an area cutting hair. I don't know where it's going to be. And I don't know where exactly it's going to be at or what, you know, what location it is. But at least if I just visualize myself in that position, it's going to, it's going to, my, my subconscious and the universe will steer me towards that area, you know, that, 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 that place that I want to be. You know, I think most people when they're laid off, especially if you're working for someone for a long time, I think they don't even, you're, you're, you're shocked at, you know, being not, not working, you know, for a long time. Yeah. And so most people, I think they're so shocked. They don't even, they don't, they haven't thought about what it is they're going to do yet. And they don't have a clear vision of what it is they're going to do yet. So once you've been out of work for a while, maybe you, need, you really need to sit down and be honest with yourself and said, what it is, what, what is it I want to do? You know, what kind of business do I want to get myself in? And now that, I, now that it's showing that my job isn't stable, especially during these kind of pandemics, what kind of business can I get myself into where it's more resistant to, you know, these things affecting me, you know? So. so wouldn't you say that when a person is hit with that all of a sudden and they're a little bit fearful, that fear is actually generating them to think about it more and more and then, allowing yeah. you to manifest because it's just not a one-time think. Um, no, no, I actually know. Um, when you generate fear, fear paralyzes the subconscious mind so our, our our brain our normal brain in our in our head that creates the thoughts that we we have a visualization first and that is sent down to our subconscious which is in our heart our subconscious area you know, solar plexus heart area right and when you have fear it paralyzes the solar plexus the heart it's like a fear it, that kind of emotion paralyzes it so when you when you're coming from a position of fear you actually don't manifest what it is you're thinking of you manifest in a position where you're feeling feeling happy. Okay. You know? But so if you yeah. just if you just uh, lost your income because yeah. you and and it's like doesn't fear kind of jump in the picture? So yeah. you're saying just don't stay there. Yeah, Move I don't yourself people, out. Yeah, it's okay to think negative. It's okay to have fear because that's we're all human. But I tell people, you know, you, you you go through that process and you 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 accept it, but don't dwell on it. Accept the reality for what it is. Don't dwell on it. And instead of dwelling on the negativity, start, start thinking of solutions, you know, instead of just dwelling on the negative, you know. And I tell people, think about, yeah, it, the situation sucks. You know, I lost my job. This is what's happening. Uh, I accept, okay, so now that I've identified the problem, I've accepted it. Uh, time to move on. Instead of focusing my energy on, this, on, the, on the problem, let's focus my energy on the solutions. You know, what, okay. what can I do about it? That's really good. Yeah. That's now. This is really good for people to have a reminder of yes. this because we're all it, especially in California. Yeah, I know you're in Florida. You're yeah. kind of over it, but yeah. California, we're still deep in the pandemic. Oh yeah, we're still locked up. Yeah, it's so, a it's a really yeah. tough. I mean, I'll be the first to admit it's a really tough situation, especially if anybody anywhere. I'm not just California, but if you want a restaurant, um, that has been tough for everybody. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, but collectively can we manifest an end to this because i gotta tell you everybody in california has had it up to here yeah We're tired yeah. of this yeah yeah i, I think collectively <laughs> as a nation so far from everybody i've talked to um i think everybody is kind of getting over it like just i've had enough yeah. I, I, I need to live my life i'm, I'm i i gotta stop just being afraid to go to the gym be afraid of this be afraid we just need to go out and just start 
living again, living living life the way we had it before everything happened. Okay. You know, and the collective consciousness gets involved at the same time. I mean, they're working on vaccines. I mean, the, the numbers are coming down. They're working on vaccine. I think this is all moving in the right direction now. Yeah. You know, and, and especially also too, um, I think you afforded me that video about hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the medic medicines are out there. People are taking vitamins. The medicines are out there. I think people are just ready to get over this whole thing and stop living in fear and just start living, you know? So, so we're closer to the end than we realize because I, we're I desiring so. it. Yes, yes, yes. Because eventually in the beginning you get fearful, but then eventually you're like, listen, I can't keep living like this. Let's just <laughs> accept it for what it is and let's move on. Let's move on. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that was the video about the hydra. Uh, hydroxychloroquine yes yeah is actually a cure for cancer yes it does help that too from apparently from what the doctor said you know i'm not the specialist on hydroxychloroquine but from what he was saying it does make sense it does make sense that we could have a possible cure for cancer or a single cure for cancer or whatever we don't know but it's it's headed in that direction oh my goodness wouldn't that be wonderful Yes, yes. And, and, and at the very least, from what I've heard from different doctors out there, I mean, hydroxychloroquine for, as a treatment for uh, this coronavirus, I've heard it's been, it actually works pretty good in a combination with azithromycin and antibiotic. You know, uh, I'm not a big, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to really knock Anthony Fauci on the show, but um, from the from time memorial, I'm not a big Anthony Fauci guy. And all yeah. I got to do is when he gets on the camera, he, and on the, on the, um, on the news, and then the reporters ask him, "What about hydroxychloroquine?" If you notice, he's always very negative yeah. uh, uh, about vitamin C and everything else. Like, well, how, how do you think vitamin C works? Oh, uh, there hasn't been shown that vitamin C works. And they they ask him, uh, "How about hydroxychloroquine?" He's like, "Well, hydroxychloroquine hasn't been shown to this." This, I'm like, you know, if there's anybody that's as negative as he is out there. I mean, I don't think he's. I think, I think he's time for him to retire. That's just the way I feel about it. Yeah, he, I I think he's he's going to make some money off of a vaccine. Yeah, shortly. he's not in it to help. The, yeah, he's. I don't. I don't feel like he's in it to help the public. Right. I mean, um, you know, <laughs> vitamin C <laughs> is a, is a strong antiviral medic, uh, vitamin. Okay, and it's safe for the body. Hydroxychloroquine has been approved for fifty years. Okay, it's been approved for malaria. I mean, it's been out there for a long time. Okay, so why not use any of these things? Exactly. Right? Yeah, stop bashing them and just start telling people, give people hope, you know, yeah. instead of just bashing it. And they're still not talking about vitamin D, David. No, I, I don't know. It's like it's almost as if our medical authorities don't want people to go. But it's like it's like yeah. they want people to stay in fear. Yeah. You know. And so I, I, I mean, I mean, I'll just share this story with you. I have another patient because you know I see a million patients a day. Okay, yeah. so people tell me their stories. So I have a patient. He works in the Florida prison system. Uh-huh. Okay. He was just here Friday. He works in the Florida prison system. And so he's like, let me just tell you, uh, it's not what you think it is. It's coronavirus. I mean, a prison system is, is the ultimate place to have a sample size of people to really show whether this thing is legit or not. Oh, yeah. And he goes, we have people here from like eight, in, a, in the prison system. These, these people have already been sentenced, you know. So we have people from like 18 to like 85. Okay, the prison system. We have a lot of sick people too. So if there's any place where you can really show if this coronavirus thing is like really legit or not, this is the place to show it, right? He goes, I've, since this whole thing, I mean, he's been in the prison system for a long time, many, many, many years, right? He goes, since this whole thing started, nothing has really shown me. And mind you, people are coming in and out of prison all the time. People are getting coming in, coming out, right? He's like, I haven't, I mean, we have thousands of people here, okay? And I haven't seen anything that really leads me to believe that this thing is as, 
bad as like doomsday as they make it out to be right you know and so i think it's more i mean me me personally i think it's more the fear of the whole thing that's being generated by the government than the actual disease itself yeah yeah and I so, would have to agree with you. Yeah, this is not the, the the Walking Dead here we have here, you know, where you know <laughs> you 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 hit it and then all of a sudden everybody turns into zombies. It's not like that, <laughs> you know. But I will say this: it just seems like this whole coronavirus thing, from what I've witnessed, is a really bad flu. Yeah. Like like flu season comes. Okay, so you, you if you Google um, flu deaths last year, let's say eighty thousand people died last year of the flu. Okay, why does anybody talk about that? Yeah. Right. So just and so every year thousands of people die, but no one talks about it because the flu is boring. Right? Yeah, and and, yeah. and I had two elderly friends that died of the flu. Uh, yeah, one and two years ago. So it's yeah, like, so you can die of the flu just you know, and so yeah. so just like as with the flu, if you have pre-existing a pre-existing medical condition like if you have you know high blood pressure, if you have heart disease, if you have diabetes, coronavirus or not, you'd be susceptible to this disease anyway because you have a right. pre-existing condition. So. From what the statistics and everything, what it looks like, this coronavirus is just a really bad flu. What do people get? They get a fever. They get, you know, breathing issues. They get all, all sorts of things that happen with the flu. And so, to me, is this, I mean, is, is this something to be taken lightly? No. But is it a bad flu? Yes, I think it's a bad flu. But is it enough to make people, like, go crazy and be fearful of everything? No. I don't think it's that. I think, I think we're, we're at the point where we're past that already. People are ready to, you know, wake up. And like say, you know what, let me take control of my reality. Stop being fearful. Stop, you know, not wanting to live. You know, go to the gym. You know, I tell people, go to the gym, go do this, go do that. You know, of course, social distance, do the necessary stuff the government tells you to do. You know, wear a mask, wear out of respect for where places ask you to wear a mask. You know, don't be disrespectful and cause a ruckus, you know. But we'll get through this, you know, and yeah, stay positive. But- yeah, stay positive. Just follow the rules and everything's gonna be okay, you know. Half of the fear is coming from the fact that they have to wear a mask. Yeah. That's like looking you in the face and saying, yeah, we got to protect each other. There's fear right there in that. Yeah. So it's like a mind control, yes. thing, I believe, yes. to, to make you fear. And for whatever reason, I, I really don't have a clue. Yeah, yeah. And I think California is still, um, still mired up in that fear. You know, it's just. You know, just because you're positive, because you can, you, can, you can look at positive cases all you want, just because you're positive doesn't mean you're going to get anything. Yeah. You know, I mean, despite, despite tons of people walking around with the coronavirus that have no symptoms, like, you know, so, um, you know. <laughs> and they're yeah. saying asymmet- um what is that, a... Symptomatic, asymptomatic. Thank you, yeah, yeah. that they're not even, you're not going to get it from them. So yeah, it's like, I mean, yeah. So like I mean, ridiculous. Yeah. 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 So uh, let me ask you another question. Yeah. How do we manifest then the end of the COVID? Would you say that we just have to relinquish our fear everybody to do a collective consciousness yeah so what i would do is like if it was me doing it like i would just because you know i have a universal uh studios pass and right now it's hard because like you can go but you have to wear a mask in florida it's hot as all heck right now so (laughs) it's it's really hard to enjoy yourself in a theme park where it's the, the sun is blazing all over you and you have to wear a mask it's hard to breathe you know it's just you know, so if you were to ask me how, what would I manifest right now in my mind, I would try to close my eyes and visualize the entire theme park where no one is wearing masks. 
<laughs> oh yeah. I mean, that's like the end of it because you know that's it's over by then, you know. So I think the collective consciousness of all of us just sat down. Like, if you're in California, just visualize everybody walking around all around the stores everywhere with no masks on. That's the way to tell that this whole thing is over. This whole hysteria is over. You know, you know? I I went to the beach a couple of weekends ago, and there. On the beach, no one was wearing a mask. And the joy that I felt by seeing everybody laugh and giggle and play, and it was so, it was just refreshing. I needed to see that. And the fact that we can't see that in our everyday lives, it's like it really is causing an emotional issue for a lot of people. Yes. Yes. I think right now, as we stand, I think the, the fear of it is still. Versus the actual disease itself. I think it's the fear of it that really has the government and people kind of just, you know, in a, in a wreck right now. Yeah. You know? um, the collective consciousness, all of, all of us together, haven't really come together yet, I don't think. No. Know? No. No, we need to. But And then, of course, um, the people who are the age to get it, such as yes. my age, yes. I'm more susceptible to it, but how can that be if I'm taking all my vitamins and I'm feeling perfectly healthy? Yes, I mean, you're doing the right thing. You just stay stay inside right now, you know, you know stay secluded, you know, social distance, stay yourself, take your vitamins, and then uh, don't dwell on negative things. That's all. And you're going to be, you're going to be good. Yeah. yeah, stay away from the fear. So that's the biggest number one thing. Yes. When you feel it start coming up, you've got to knock it down and get it out of there. Yes. So um, the other question I have. So, David, we've got 50 fires now starting in California because we're raging hot. Personally, oh, yeah. I'm living in 117 degrees weather. Yeah. And the desert here so it's hot but now we've got 50 fires how can we manifest the reduction in the fires so that it's not so terrible we can do this within the brain do we our power shoots out into the universe does it not yes yes um i don't know if i if i have ever shared this on your show before but um maybe this is a good day a good a good show to help along with this okay now are, are you in a particular religion no are you not okay okay so i don't want to call say i'm a buddhist but i really am into buddhism mm, yeah. okay and besides um our mind okay so basically this is why I, w- I was taught the universe was created out of light and sound yeah. okay our 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 brains when we when we think something, it creates light. Like many many pulses of light come from our brain. Okay, electricity, and our our throats when we when we talk, our, we we emit sound from our voice. Right. Okay. So do you know what a mantra is? Yeah, it's uh, okay. repeating. So, something over something and over. you repeat. Okay. Okay. So I want to say, in ancient times, a long time ago, when people were very spiritual. They were able to meditate and go into a higher state of consciousness. And during the higher state of consciousness, people were able to hear certain magical sounds that we in our normal state of existence don't, don't hear. And so when they heard those sounds, after they, they remembered those sounds, and then when they returned back to the normal state of consciousness, which is our consciousness, they revealed these sounds. And to me, those are, those are what we call mantras. Secret sounds that were discovered by certain individuals and then they were brought back to here 
for us to be able to take advantage of. Oh my God, so, I've never heard that before. That yes. is wonderful. So mantras are called divine sound energies. So sound has mass. So when you say, ah, uh, when you have that, it actually creates a little mass in the air around you, in the space around you. And so when you keep reciting a mantra, for, and certain mantras have certain functions. When you keep reciting it, it affects the matter and then the reality around you. It also attracts, and again, a lot, uh, we only see like 99, I mean, 90, well, what we see in front of us is like 1% of what's actually there. There's probably in the, in the air and, the, and there's, there's 10 dimensions around us, you know, and there's so many dimensions around us. There's so many things going on that you're not aware of, you're, you're, you're physically aware of or mentally aware of. And so when you recite these mantras, it can create effects on a different level that you're on a supernatural level that you're not aware of. Like when you recite a mantra for this, it can bring good luck uh, or disasters, natural disasters. It can prevent those from happening. And especially if a collective consciousness of people recite these mantras, oh my God, then the effect is like multiplied by a hundred times, hundred thousand times, you know? So to make things simple, I want to share with our listeners the most powerful and then the most easiest to learn mantra in Buddhism. And you may or may not have heard it, or if you heard it, maybe you weren't aware that you heard of it. And it's called Om Mani Padme Hum. And it's actually in my book too. So I oh, talk about it in my book a little bit. Yes. Yes. I mean, I don't talk about actually reciting it in my book. I just say, I just talked about the mantra, but I didn't actually talk about reciting it. So okay. the mantra is when you say, and actually when you say in a, in a, in a, in a, in a meditative state, you would say, Om Mani Padme Hum. So the first word is Om is O-M. And then Padme is P-A-D-M-E. Padme. Oh, I'm sorry, the second word, Mani, M-A-N-I. Om Mani, M-A-N-I. Oh, okay. The third word is Padme, P-A-D-M-E. Okay. And then Hum, H-U-M. So Om Mani Padme Hum. Mani. Om Padme. Om Mani. Om Mani Padme. Hum. 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 Long you. Yeah, so the Om is like Om, Om. Om Mani Padme Hum. Oh, okay. And and this is attracting all of those things? Good. Oh, yes. This thing, okay, let's just say this. So the Buddha spoke for 49 years when he was here, 2,000 years ago. And he taught for, for, four, and for 49 years. He taught, he had a lot of information when he taught, you know. His teachings were somewhere so advanced that the normal human couldn't even understand it. Okay, it's for advanced practitioners. Um it said that the the number of teachings the Buddha taught, and you know, when he was here for forty nine years, there's like eighty four thousand teachings of the Buddha. Okay. Wow. So it would take someone forever to really learn all that. But it said that the mantra I just gave you, the Om Mani Padme Hum, it's so powerful that when you recite it, it's like reciting all the Buddha's eighty four thousand teachings that are in there. Wow. There, there, there's names of Buddhas. I mean, included in this, it's, it's called the six syllable mantra because. Om Mani Padme Hum is six syllables. That these six syllables contain all the essence of the Buddha's teachings, every single one of it. And so there's so m- and so when the Buddha spoke for forty nine years, he spoke about this Buddha, this Buddha, so many different Buddhas of this world that brought blessings to this world. Um, you don't need to you don't need to recite a hundred thousand names. If you recite this mantra once, it's like you're reciting all the Buddha's magical teachings all at one time. Wow. So, so repeat it for us. How many times are you supposed to say it then okay. to get the effect? And yes. would you do that for us now so that we could hear it? 
Yes. So, um, great question. The magical number is 108. Oh. 108 times. I got to write that down. Okay. Yes. So, why 108? Everybody asked me, well, why, why is it, why, where did 108 come from? Well, think of it this way. So, one, the number one means there's something, right? And right. zero means there's nothing. So, in the, in the yin and yang of the world, there's opposites, right? We talk about yin and yang, opposites, black and white, right? So, one means something, zero means nothing. And then eight, have you ever seen the, have you ever seen the infinity symbol? Yeah. When eight, when eight is, is, vert, is, is horizontal, that's the infinity symbol. It means, it means infinity, right? Right. So, so the, 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 the number 108 stands for there's something with one, there's nothing, and then there's everything. Infinite everything. Ooh, wow. So there's a mystical number. 108 is a mystical number. I you know? didn't know that. Yeah, if, if you want to think 108, use Google, go on Google and say, uh, you know, 108 meaning you know, or a mystical meaning. And then you'll see examples of 108 in the world. There's so many, so many examples of 108, you know. So when you recite 108 times this mantra, at least 108 times, it's showing you're, it's basically bringing you to infinity. And, and this mantra will ward away evil, will attract positive, a lot of great things to you, and it will ward away natural disasters. So in Florida, when there's a hurricane coming for Florida, I sit in my room, and I, when it's coming toward us, I'll, I'll recite. The, the last hurricane we had, um, I recited it, and, you know, I can't prove it, but the hurricane disappeared. It went away, you know. And so for California, you guys have earthquakes and fires. Um, if people listen to this, and everybody collectively recites Om Mani Padme Hum 100 times, 108 times every day. You can, we can reduce these natural disasters by a lot. Holy cow. Yeah. That, yeah. Is, that is so good to know. And we yes. do it 108 times. times. Yes. And, you, and the way you say it is, like I said, you say, Om Mani Padme Hum. And then when you get good, you recite it quicker. Om Mani Padme Hum. Om Mani Padme Hum. Om Mani Padme Hum. And there's different ways you can, you can, uh, you can keep track of it because when you're reciting, you want to keep your mind. The, the way to recite it is I sit, you know, cross-legged and I'll have my eyes closed. And all you want to do is immerse yourself in your voice. Try to, try to clear your thoughts from your brain. And all you're doing is you're, you're losing yourself in the, in, the, in the voice. You're like, oh, money, pardon my home. Oh, money. Like you're in a trance, you're losing yourself in your voice. That's the key. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to do because... You know, we're, we're, the our monkey mind. Yeah, we have a monkey mind. Yes, yes. And so the mantras help to study your mind, you know, and help to do that. And the, the mantras do so many things. It's hard to describe how many good things the mantra is good for, how, how many benefits it does. But it helps to calm the mind, attract wealth, attract prosperity, attract good things, and ward away negative things. Okay. You know? And there you have it. Because we're, we're at the end of the podcast. Yes. But there you have the secret of today's show is learning and doing this. And by a lot of us doing it, then we're going to see massive change for us individually, for wealth, for worries, for jobs, for everything. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So that's where we started from at the very beginning of the show. And there, David Shea, you just gave us the solution. Yes, I hope uh, maybe in the future because this 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 Buddhism subject is a little complicated. But I gave everybody the the essence of it today. But hopefully in a few, some future shows, I mean, we can go a little bit more in depth of you know what it is you're reciting Absolutely. and and the the benefits of reciting it. You know, a mantra is why it helps. 
You know, that is so good to know. And, and I love the subject of Buddhism. So, yeah, the next show we do, like next month, let's, let's talk about that because it's something that we all can gain a great oh, yes. deal from. Yes. And you know what? That truly is what the law of attraction is about, isn't it? Yes, yes. All, it all intertwines with each other. Yeah. All of it. The vibration and energy from your voice and from our minds. Yes. Wow. How very cool. This is a great, this is a great interview. Oh, David, thank you so much. I loved it. I know everyone listening, they just go crazy over you. I know it. You don't believe it, but I'm going to tell you that we're going to get so many people. And, and by the way, if you, David loves this. If you are listening from some wonderful foreign country, Go ahead and send an email to Dr. David J because he loves it when you do that. <laughs> Don't you? Yes, yes. You really thrive on that. So give him your um, email address. Um, total law of attraction at gmail.com. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Send David an email. He loves it. And I know we, we're, we get them all from all over the world. So, Dr. David Che, thank you so much. You have brought us so many, so much valuable information today. I can't thank you enough. Well, thanks so much for allowing me to share it with you. Oh, my pleasure. I know everybody loves this. Thank you so much, David. I will talk to you next month. Okay. All right. All right. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.